All right, tonight um, we, we, we're going to look at, uh, last, last week I talked about one of the names of Jesus as the cornerstone. Tonight we, we're going to, now this is food for thought, tonight we're going to look at Jesus as I am. Often during his ministry, Jesus avoided directly answering the question, so many wondered, are you the Messiah? But during one verbal sparring match with the Jewish religious leaders, Jesus didn't wait to be asked. He told them, your father Abraham rejoiced to see my day. He saw it and was glad. And this is in John 8:56. They scoffed at him. You are not 50 years old, and have you seen Abraham? Verse 57. Jesus replied with a defining statement, Truly, truly, I say unto you, before Abraham was, I am. Jesus wasn't mixing up his present and past tenses. No, he knew exactly what he was saying. And so... And so did the Pharisees. The Pharisees knew. A lot of them, they, they just, they didn't want him, they wouldn't accept the truth. He was claiming to be God. Specifically, he was equating himself with Yahweh, the God of Abraham, Isaac, and Jacob. The Jews covenanted God whom they worshipped at the temple. No wonder the Pharisees picked up stones. The name I Am goes back to the beginning of Moses' ministry when he met God at the burning bush in the wilderness. There before the flames, Moses wanted to reassure that his Hebrew brothers would accept his word about their God. Then Moses said unto God, Behold, I am going to the sons of Israel. I will say to them, The God of your fathers has sent me to you. Now they will say, what is his name? What shall I say to them? God said to Moses, I am that I am. I am that I am. And he, and he said, thus shall you say to the sons of Israel, I am have sent me. The Hebrew word for I am is it's H-A-Y-A-H. That's, that's a Hebrew word. Uh, I'm not sure I can pronounce it exactly right. Um, well, uh, a, a form, a verb to be, H-A-Y-A-H denotes God's timelessness and everlasting existence. And his, and his self-existence. Some English translations use the the future tense. I will be who I I will be who I will be. I am that I am. All right. Also known to the Jews simply as the name H A Y A H. How you pronounce that? H A Y A H. I'll have to get the pronunciation now. I'll do my best. All right was so it, it, that was so respected that it was not spoken aloud instead the Jews substituted other names and added vows giving us 
the name Jehovah or Yahweh. In our English Bible, this name is written as Yahweh. It's God's personal name, the only one that he gave himself. God furthermore said to Moses, Thus you shall say to the sons of Israel, The Lord, Yahweh, the God of your fathers, the God of Abraham, the God of Isaac, and the God of Jacob has sent me to you. This is my name forever and is my memorial name to all generations. You can read that in Exodus 3.15. Jesus invoked the I Am name another time during his encounter with the Samaritan woman at the well. The woman said unto him, I know that Messiah is coming, who will call who is called Christ. When he when when that one comes, he will declare all things to us. Jesus said unto her, I who speak unto you am he. This recognizable claim to deity invoked a completely different reaction from the woman than it did from the Pharisees. She responded with belief and action, leaving her water pots behind to tell all she encountered to come and meet the Christ. This, this is in John 4, chapter, verses 28 and 29. Like the Samaritan woman and the Pharisees, we have the opportunity to respond to Jesus, the I Am. The woman was amazed and ran to tell her townspeople of this man who knew all about her. The Pharisees picked up stones to kill him. Hmm. May we respond with, with belief and may we rest in the knowledge that Jesus Christ is not merely a great prophet or miracle worker. He is God himself, the Son, the second person in the Trinity. The everlasting I am. Amen. God is good, isn't he? Oh, yeah? All right. <laughs> you know, some of those, I don't know Greek and Hebrew and all of that, but some of the words I try to pronounce the best I can. You know, but God is good, isn't he? He's faithful and true. All right, tonight we're gonna we're gonna look at we're going to Psalms one thirty seven. Psalms one thirty seven. God is good, isn't he? He's he's so good. Psalms one thirty seven. And we're going to read uh, verses 1 through 4. Psalm 137, verses 1 through 4. Amen.
Stop. By the rivers of Babylon, there we sat down. Yea, we wept when we remembered Zion, all right? We hang our hearts upon the willows in the midst thereof. For there they that carried us, and we kept required of us a song. And they that wasted us, required of us mercy, saying, Sing us one of the songs of Zion. Amen. Now, <laughs> we hanged our harps upon the willows in the midst thereof, for there they had carried us away captive, required of us a song that they, and they that wasted us required of us mirth, saying, Sing us one of Zion's songs. So how shall we sing? the Lord's song in the strange land. Let's pray. Father, thank you for the word of God. Father, help us tonight. Cleanse us through the washing of the water by the word. Just have your way tonight, Lord. Stir our hearts and our minds. Help us to seek your face diligently out of a pure heart, to trust thee and to do your will, Lord. Speak through these lips of clay, God. Oh, God, help us tonight to hear your voice and to obey you, Lord. Thank you for victory, Lord. Thank you for deliverance, Master, in Jesus' name, for the glory of God. Amen. Amen. Now, Psalms 137. Hallelujah. Now, Psalm 137, it, it, it's, it's, a, it's a mournful song of a people enduring the lingering consequences after a long history of bad decisions. It shows the anguish of God's covenant people removed from their promised land, cut off from their birthright. This was a band of Jews that had been taken by the Babylonians into a foreign land. Listen to this now. This wasn't accidental. It came to pass exactly as God had spoken through his prophet Jeremiah. Jeremiah, Jeremiah chapter 25, verses 8 and 9 and verse 11. Amen. Jeremiah had prophesied and told Judah. He told them. He warned them. And, and, and this, is, this is some of the warning he gave them. Jeremiah 25, verses 8 and 9, and verse 11. Therefore, thus says the Lord of hosts. Uh-huh, God's talking to him now. See, see God, God, he spoke through his prophets, didn't he? Thus saith, what did it say now? Read that. Therefore, thus saith the Lord of hosts. Therefore, thus saith the Lord of hosts. Because ye have not heard my word. Mm -hmm. Behold, I will send and take all the families of the north, said the Lord, 
Uh-huh. See, God warned them. God warned them through Jeremiah the prophet. Let them know what he was going to do if they, if they didn't stop being hard-headed. They were hard-headed. They were hard-headed. All right? Astonishment, uh-huh. And and Amen. But God warned them, didn't he? God warned them. All right, now listen to this now. For centuries, the Lord had sent prophets to warn the people of Judah that continued idolatry and disobedience would, would lead to their exile. God let them know that if, if you don't straighten up your crooked feet, this is what's going to happen. He told them. Now, we, we know that the kingdoms were divided. It was the kingdom of the northern kingdom, Israel, the southern kingdom, Judah. They were divided. Let's see. Uh, all right. For centuries, the Lord had sent prophets to warn the people of Judah that idolatry and disobedience would lead them into exile. All right, listen to this now. But they continued in their disobedience for, listen to this, more than 300 years. Since the last days of Solomon's reign, the Jewish nation had split after Solomon's death. And after Solomon's death, there was a civil war. It fought among each other, all right? And, and ten of the tribes, ten of the tribes settled, they settled in the north, all right? And, and they, uh, Jehoram was their king. He, he was their leader. And two tribes settled in the south, which was, which was uh, the southern kingdom, and Rehoboam, Solomon's son, he was their king. Now listen to this now. The northern kingdom is called Israel, and the southern kingdom is called Judah. Israel had, listen to this, y'all. Israel had 19 kings. 19 kings during her 200-plus uh, years before she fell to the Assyrians in 722 B.C. Judah had 20 kings, only eight of whom were righteous. Now, only eight kings in, in, in the kingdom of Judah was righteous. Now, you know, it said that, now, I don't know how long Israel had any good kings or not. I mean, if it did, it was, very, very, it was less than that. Because Israel was a, was a wicked nation. Isn't that right? I mean, they were, I mean, they were God's people. God called, God chose them. But God didn't make them serve him. God did and just like today, God had which God's chosen generation is the right. A royal priesthood, a holy nation, that we should do what? Show forth the praises of God. That's what God has called us for, isn't that right? Amen. To show forth his praises, to live holy, to live pure, to follow him, to do his will. That's what he's called us for. But everybody don't obey God. Today in time. All of God's people don't obey him. I mean, some people, you know, they turn back. They turn away from God. 
But God's good and God's faithful. They're like God warned, he warned Judah to turn, turn around. Jeremiah prophesied and told them, if you don't straighten up, what's going to happen? But they still didn't straighten up. You know, it's, it's something. It's really something. God came in and warned, and God does the same thing today. A lot of God's people are walking in disobedience today. But doesn't God warn us? Doesn't God, through his word and through his true ministers, through his people, God warned us. His word is forever settled in heaven. God's word is right. Isn't that right? If we'll follow him, thank God for the message this morning. We, we, get, we get some real teaching here, real preaching. Don't. God instructs us. But what are we going to do about it? That's the thing. And, and let, let's look at this. This is what? November, right? So it's almost the end of the year. What have we done for the Lord? What, what, what are we? From, from January the 1st to now, what have we done for the Lord? What, what, what? I mean, just, just think about it. I mean, God is good. And God, he lead us. Gently, he guide us. He instruct us. Hallelujah. But what have we really done for God? It's something to think about, isn't it? I mean, you're about gone. I mean, how many have we really witnessed to? You might not know exactly how many you witnessed to, but the opportunity, when the opportunity have, have, have presented itself, have we, have we availed ourselves to witness? You know, it's, it's very important. You know why? Because the Lord's coming soon. And, and, and eternity is long. Isn't that right? And hell is hot. And heaven is sweet. Isn't that right? My, my. Everybody want to go to heaven, but it's not too many people want to live that way. You got to live. To go to heaven, you, you got to live. There's a life you got to live. Isn't that right? You, what did Jesus say? at the straight gate. There's two ways. There's two ways. There's a, there's a narrow way, which leads to heaven. There's a broad way, which leads to hell. And Jesus taught a lot about hell, didn't he? He really did. He, why, why did he teach so much about hell? Why? Wanting the people to, to, to turn. Get away from that. Don't go that way. Isn't that right? And, and, and hallelujah. Thank God. But this is, what, what does the word of God say? Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. Jesus said, This people draweth nigh unto me with their mouth and honors me with their lips. But what? But their heart is far from me. And, and this is what he went on to say. But in vain, they do worship me. They're worshiping God. A lot of people worship God today, and some people at church tonight worshiping God. In vain. But in vain they do worship me. What? Teaching for doctrine the commandments of men. Hallelujah. Some people teach man-made. And, and, and you look at that TV, boy, I tell you, that sometimes I just walk away or turn that thing off. You know, some of those preachers just getting up and just playing. That's it's sad. It's so sad. I'd hate to be in some of their shoes. I really would. Praise God from whom all blessings flow. God is wonderful. Judah was taken to Babylon. 
and they were down there because of the disobedience, their rebelliousness, out of worship. And and uh, the people that took them down there, they they, they said to them, they say, chided with them, just taunting them. Isn't that right? And and they asked them to sing sing us a song, sing us a, one of the songs of Zion. But they weren't able to do it. They wouldn't do it. Why? They were sad while they were there. Because they knew that they had missed God. They disobeyed God. No doubt a lot of them cried and prayed, you know. But you see, when God say, when God put a sentence, a sentence down, it, it, it's going to be that way. Isn't that right? Seventy years, he let them know they were going to be there in exile. Seventy years, you're going to be here because of your hard head. Hallelujah. And they were there. And, and here they, they, they capped us, tormented them, said, Sing us one of the songs of Zion. Sing us one of the songs of Zion. Amen. For many years, Judah walked, walked a fine line between obedience and rebellion until the Lord allowed the, the Babylonians. The Babylonians also called the Chaldeans. Isn't that right? And, 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 and God let them send them in to capture the nation and hold them in bondage for 70 years, exactly like Jeremiah had said. See, Jeremiah wasn't a... <laughs> Jeremiah had a hard time, didn't he? I mean, Jeremiah spoke the word of God, and, and the people, they wanted to kill him. They really did. You know, they put him in a dungeon, put him down in that dungeon, and he was down there sinking down in the mud. How, for what? For telling the truth. Isn't that right? The truth, my God. When Jesus spoke the truth to those people, he told them, before Abraham was, I am, they took up stones to stone him because they did not understand truth. They were carnal. To be carnally minded is death, but to be spiritually minded is life and peace. They took up stones to stone Jesus. But see, Jesus, what did Jesus do? Just passed right through the midst of him on his way. Isn't that something? Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Glory. That's the reason why Jesus wept when he entered into, the, into Jerusalem. He saw. Hallelujah. Thank God. He could see that his people. And he said, Oh, Jerusalem, Jerusalem, thou that stoneth the prophets. He said, How often would I have gathered you? I would gather you to, my, to myself as a, as a hen gathers her chicks. But you would not. Why wouldn't they? Why wouldn't they? Because Jesus said, this is the condemnation that light has come into the world. And men love darkness rather than light. Why? Because they teach evil. They got something they want to do that doesn't please God. Hallelujah. This same thing happened to Judah. They said, sing us one of Zion's songs. Sing us a, a song of Zion. They got in there and they hung their hearts on the willow. Because, hallelujah, they hung their hearts on the willow. Amen. Listen to this. Listen to what they say. By the rivers of Babylon we sat down. Now, the rivers of Babylon was the Tagoras and the Euphrates River. I said, we wept. They wept 
when they were in exile. Listen to this now. Listen. They, they, in exile, they wept. And when it was over, listen to this. After the exile was over, talking about God's people now, and the second temple was being built, they wept. Ezra 3, verse 2. So deep was the sorrow of Zion, all right? Zion was the dwelling place of God's God on earth. Read Psalms 91, Psalm 9, verse 11. Talking about Zion here. They thought about Zion, my God, hallelujah, which, which was in Jerusalem. What does it say? Psalm, Psalms 9, verse 11. Yeah, verse 11. Got it? Sing praises to the Lord. Which dwelleth in Zion. Declare among the people his doing. Amen. God dwelt in Zion. It was a city there. It was in Jerusalem. God's dwelling place. All right, Psalm 76, verse 2. And, but that, it was destroyed by the Babylonians, you know that. They destroyed it, that city in Jerusalem, this place. Got it? Uh-huh. Let them place in Zion. Amen. God dwelt there. But now see, but, but see when, when the Babylonians went, they tore that down. They tore that down. Tore the temple down. My Lord. And, and so, that, so God's people were sad. That they, they were upset and troubled. Now I'm going to give you some more scripture to write down. Um, 2 Chronicles 36 verse 19. Read this for your homework. 2 Chronicles 36 and 19. Psalm 74, verses 6 through 8. Psalm 79, verse 1. Isaiah 64, verse 10. Let me give you one more. I got others, but I'll give you. Let me give you a couple more. Jeremiah 52, 12. Lamentation 2, verse 4. And then verses 6 through 9. That's good for that. All right. So, they hung their harps on a willow. In captivity, there was no use for an instrument of joy. Read Isaiah 24, verse 8. They were in captivity, and they were sad. They were upset. They were troubled. And here the enemies taunting them and sing one of the songs of Zion. But they hung their harps on a willow. They couldn't sing in, a, in that strange land. Isaiah 24, verse 8. Uh huh. But see, the joy of the heart is what? Amen. See, the joy of the Lord. They didn't have that joy. The joy had gone. See, why? Because of the disobedience. And, and God's people today, 
when they get disobedient to God and start walking in sin, they don't have the joy of the Lord. They t- turn away from God. Jesus said, come unto me, return unto me, and I will return unto you. That's what he told the people. Return unto me, and I will return unto you. That's what, that's what he told uh, uh, Israel back there. But you know what they said? Wherein shall we return? What have we done? Amen. Wherein shall we return? My, my, my. Glory God, help us. Hallelujah. Thank God. As Pastor Venable is preaching and teaching, letting us know we got to be devoted to the Lord. Isn't that right? It's going to take holy devotion to God. That's what it's going to take. We, we got, we, we just, it's more than just talking, isn't it? It's living a life. Living a holy life. Letting our light shine. Being pure each day. And we can't do it in and of, of ourselves. It, it, it takes God in us. And God working through us and in us in order for us to be lights in this dark world. And saints, it's getting, it's getting worse. Time, times are getting, but the Bible said it, it said it would happen this way. So evil men and seducers shall wax worse and worse. What? Deceiving and being deceived. But God have a people in the midst of all of the sin, all of the hypocrisy, all of the chaos, all of the malice, all of the strife. God's got a people that will stand firm upon his word. Isn't that right? God's got a people. Hallelujah. Praise God from whom all blessings flow. God's got a people. Israel. And here, this is Judah here, you know, the, the kingdom was divided in Judah. Was a couple of tribes in in, in in the south. They they didn't learn. See, they they saw Judah saw how Israel went into captivity. He saw the sins. They saw the sins they committed, and they kept committing sin. And God let the Syrians overtake them, took them away, didn't it? But and then they still didn't learn enough. They didn't have enough. What are you going to say? Enough what? <laughs> enough sense? I gotta say. I mean, well, what were you going to say? I mean, they, they didn't have enough gumptions or something to, to, to turn and to follow God. Because they saw what God, and they knew what God had been speaking to Israel. And they knew God didn't lie. Boy, but they kept walking in sin. Sin. The wedge of sin is dead. It hasn't changed. But the gift of God's eternal life through Jesus Christ our Lord. Oh Lord, hallelujah, Lord. So God wants us to be obedient to his voice. Isn't that right? He wants us to be He wants us to, to stand firm for truth. He wants us to stand firm for truth. Well, how much truth is being preached today? Thank God for this sanctuary. Thank God for this lighthouse. Amen. Thank God for this lighthouse. Amen. Where the truth of God is going forth. Let's accept, let's receive what God is saying here. And to go forward in the Lord. To have revival. We want revival, don't we? We want to see revival. We want to see our loved ones saved, don't we? Not only our loved ones, we want to see people saved all over, don't we? As God, as we go forth each day, let's be a witness, saints. Let's hear God. Let's hear God as he witnessed as he bring us in contact with people, let's be a light to them. 
and let's witness to them. And we got to do it in love, isn't that right? Now, I know it's, it's a man that I met here, and, and he, uh, I think he said he's apostolic or Pentecostal or something, but, oh, he's a fight. I'm telling you, he really got his boxing gloves on. He, he, he talked to people, going to hell, going to hell. Well, I mean, you know, that's not the way you win souls, is, is it? If somebody's lost, you don't go tell them how keep saying you're going to hell, you're going to hell, you're going to hell. Love them. Isn't that right? Do what, love them. Isn't that right? I mean, if, if, they got it, if they got much much anything in them, they, they probably know that they'd be lost. You know, if, they, if they've been around preaching and teaching, been around godly people, they, they'll know that they'd be lost if they don't get right with God. So just love them. Isn't that right? Their brother or sister, I love you. Tell them you love them. And prove it by, you know, being kind. Isn't that right? The Bible tells us to be kind. Doesn't it? And Pastor Paul talked about how, how they were among the people as a nurse. Isn't that something? I mean, I mean, how gentle they were among God's people because of the love of God. Because they, see, Paul took, he, he loved God and served God. Why? Why did he love God and serve God? Because God saved his soul, didn't he? He loved Huh? On his way to Damascus, God knocked him down. See, some people have to have a... God gave him a rude awakening. I'm telling you, boy, when he hit that ground, boy, and saw that light shining down, what, what did he say? What, what, what did, Paul, God, God spoke to Saul first, didn't he? To Saul, Saul, why persecuted thy me? And, and it, it was such a devastating blow that God put on him. And he said, who art thou, Lord? He knew it was a great, a higher power. Who art thou, Lord? He didn't know him. And he, but he was fighting against the, that way. He thought he, said, he thought he would bring, in other words, he made Habakkuk of the church. Hallelujah. Tried to destroy it. All of them. But when he came in contact with Jesus, hallelujah, God changed him, didn't he? You're talking about a changed man. You're talking about a man that, that received God. And, and when, when he got saved, he couldn't be stopped, could he? Still working for God. He had, a, he had a big mouth for the Lord. Isn't that right? But he spoke truth. That's the main thing. He spoke the truth. And he didn't mind dying for the Lord. Why? Because he was living for him. You, 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 can't be willing, you, you can't be willing to die for the Lord unless you're willing to live for him. Got to live for him first, isn't that right? Then, God's mercy and God's grace will be upon us. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Thank God for his faithfulness. Israel had walked in sin and Judah has fallen in their steps. Hallelujah. And you see what happened to him. He got in trouble. All right, they hung the harps upon a willow. All right, listen at, this, listen at this now. Those who carried us away, the Babylonians taunted the Jews to sing of their once beautiful but now destroyed Zion, the songs of Zion. Hallelujah. Sing of the songs of Zion. L look at... Uh, 
Psalms 46. Look at Psalms 46. Start at verse 1. God is our refuge and strength. He is, isn't he? All right. What is he? What else? He's a very present help in time of trouble. Uh huh. We don't have to fear though the earth be removed, do we? No, we don't. Why? Because we're in the hands of God. We're in the hands of uh, uh, the one that's that made everything. Like Pastor Benham brought a scripture out this morning how, how God, um, he owned, what, the cattle of a thousand hills. I think he brought that scripture out. He owned the cattle of a thousand hills, doesn't he? And he said, if I was hungry, I wouldn't tell you. God wanted to tell us. God owned everything. Everything belonged to him. He, he made it all and all belonged to him. But he loved us and, and he, and, and he, sharing us, he blessing us as we follow him. But we got to follow him. The way of the transgressor is hard. And, and we can see how Israel found this out and Judah found this out the hard way when they got read some more in 46. Though the mountain be carried into the midst of the sea and though the waters are off roar, and when you you know sometimes they show on TV about the waters roaring, boy, my my my, and you just see that one them big old waves. My God, but God controls all of that. Amen. It all belonged to the Lord. He made it, and it all belonged to Him. All right. Though the mountains shake, the mountain shake and sometimes they do, don't they? You better believe it. All right. The With the swelling thereof, the waters rose. All right. There is a river. The stream whereof shall make glad the city of God. Hallelujah. There is a river. The stream thou shall make glad. What? The city of God. The city of God. The city of God. All right. The holy place of the tabernacle. My, my, my. Stop. The city of God. <laughs> the holy place of the tabernacle. Of the Most High, the city of God. The city of God. What else? How does it go? The city of God. The city of God. The holy place. My, my, my. Isn't that wonderful? <laughs> All right, read. God's in the midst of her. God's in the midst of his people, isn't it? Yes, he is. He's in, he's in the church. And we are, we are the church, you know, right? We're, the, we're his body. Uh, we, are in, we are the body of Christ. Hallelujah. All right. She shall not be moved. She's not going to be moved. All right. I shall help her. God help his people, doesn't he? God strengthen his people. God bless the church. God bless his saints. All right. And that right early. That right early. God is always. See, God's always on time. You know, we, we rush it, rush it, rush it. Can't rush God. God know when to come. He know what to do and how to do it. Read. The heathen rage. The heathen rage, and they rage, they've been raging for years, and they're still raging. 
All right. The kingdom were removed. Kingdoms were removed. He uttered his voice. My, my, my. What a mighty God we serve. What a mighty God we serve. Don't we serve a mighty God? Who have a God like our God? No one. Why? Because he's the only true God. All right. The Lord of hosts is with us. Stop. The Lord of hosts is with us. And, and once we know he's with us, he's in us. Isn't that right? He's with us. He's in us. We shouldn't fear. We, should, we, we don't have to be afraid. We shouldn't be. You know, I mean, we have trials and tests, and, and, and uh, we get shaky at times and all, you know, right? But God wants us to really come to him and trust him in all things, in every situation. God wants us to trust him. Just like I got that blood work done, and, and the doctor said something was high. I don't understand all those medical terms. Sometimes I wonder if some of them understand some of that stuff they're talking about. But anyway, he said something was high. And they did my blood work again, so we believe in God. We believe in God for complete deliverance. God's a deliverer. God's a healer, isn't he? He's a healer. When I had that, that polyp, that bleeding polyp, thank God I went back, gone. Isn't God good? So we, we still we believe in God for whatever it takes. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Man say a lot of things, don't they? And sometimes they're right and sometimes they're wrong. But God never misses. it. And he, so he, he wants us to run to him. He wants us to trust him. He wants us to live and he wants us to obey him. He wants us to let our light shine. He wants us to do his will. Read, my brother. The Lord of hosts is with us, all right? The God of, God of Jacob is our refuge. We got a resting place. We got a, we got a, a, a place we can go. Refuge is, is a place that where you can go for safety, isn't that right? God's our refuge. Amen. Hallelujah. He's our refuge. He's our strength. He's our keeper. <laughs> the Lord is our shade upon thy right hand. The sun shall not smite thee by day, nor the moon by night. The Lord shall preserve. Thy soul. The Lord shall preserve thy going out and thy coming in this time forth and what? And even forevermore. God take care of his people. Hallelujah. God love us, saints of God. And let's love him. We love him because he first loved us. But Israel couldn't get that through their thick head. And Judah couldn't get that. They couldn't get that through their thick heads, could they? Until God had to bring them down to... to Hallelujah. Let the enemies take over and, 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 and torn them. And hallelujah. But when they, every time they would turn back to God, God would bless them. As long as Israel obeyed God, could nothing over, outrun, overrun them. Could nobody destroy them. Isn't that right? I mean, God did a lot. Hallelujah. God caused a lot of different things. that, but He, he blessed his people a lot of different ways. He caused hornets to, to, to sting up a lot of people back there. You know, you can read about that how. And then he caused blocks of ice to fall. Isn't that right? Isn't that right? For his people. Can't we believe him? Today, saints, let's realize we're serving that same God. See, you know, sometimes we act like we act like we serve a different God. We're not. We're serving that same holy God. 
So saints, let's be up and about our Father's business. Let's be live holy in fear each day. Let's keep our minds stayed upon the Lord that they keep us in perfect peace. Let's pray for revival, but let's make sure that we do what it takes ourselves individually to bring on this revival because God is ready. Isn't that right? He's willing. He's able. But what about us? We, we got we to gotta do our share. We got to get in there and, 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 and have devo- be devoted to God and, be, and to love God above all. And hallelujah. Hallelujah. We need to be passionately in love with the Lord Jesus in order to please him, in order to win souls. He that winneth souls is wise. Isn't that right? May God bless you tonight. May God bless you tonight. Amen. Let's walk with God, saints. Let, let's, let's don't turn to the right nor to the left. But let us, let's walk with the Lord. Let's walk as pleasing Him. Amen. Amen. May God bless you. Amen.